Reinventing Divorce. Hi there, everyone. My name is Eric Rung, and this is Single Married Divorce, and I am single. This is Tom McGuire, and I'm married happily. <laughs> this is Elson Collins, and I am happily divorced. All right, so uh, this has gotten new life, and I'm not really exactly sure why it got new life, but we've actually talked about it on the show here as well. This is the Gwyneth Paltrow in the, in the Conscious Uncoupling. I know we've brought it up a few times here. I mean, I think, what was your initial reaction when you heard that? I think it was back in 2010 when she and her husband uh, consciously uncoupled. First off, I thought it was crazy. And then I thought, I mean, after reading the article, I feel badly. But I was, you know, I thought it was kind of pompous to be like, we're calling it conscious uncoupling. Right. Tom? Um, I thought it was a fancy way of saying we broke up, but we're still friends. Right. <laughs> I th- well, I thought it was just stupid. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. Fancy way <laughs> uh, is a translation for stupid. Right. Well, so she was on a podcast uh, with uh, Dak Shepard. It was his podcast. I'm not sure the name of his podcast, but he asked about that. And what she had said is she had kind of go th- gone through this. And what she wanted to do was try to reinvent divorce uh as a way of of kind of what tom said that you know they were going to remain friends and so on and so forth but it it just it seems silly i don't understand she was surprised that she got so much backlash for it i don't know why she was that was the surprising part to me it's just such a like a hippy dippy uh oh we we consciously uncoupled like it's come on you broke up and we're remaining a family and we love each other still but we're not together. Well, and, and I don't think that that's abnormal for people that have kids. I mean, maybe maybe you don't go on honeymoons together like they do, but, um, you know. Wait a minute, they go on honeymoons together? Yeah. Yeah. She invited uh, Chris Martin on her honeymoon. Oh, I just saw it. Sorry. It was at the bottom. It's just, that's, that's insane. I think that's a little weird, too. But Well, I think it starts with the fact that she wanted to remain friends with him, which tells me that they were still friends. I think that some divorces, you know, things happen where, you, you know, you are no longer friends and you don't want them as a friend. Sure. But you still keep in touch with them because you have children. Not that I'm thinking of anyone in particular, but... <laughs> But I think that a lot of divorces don't end where people, where someone hasn't been like terribly hurt or something. Right. You know, cheating. Right. For one. Um, But also, just in a larger scope, I guess, divorce in and of itself, I think, I I don't think it needs to be redefined. No. Yeah. I think you're right about that. I think it's almost, um, I think we've referenced this before on the show, but like there's a Seinfeld where they have a. a mutual breakup and literally it's completely mutual and no one believes it so i suppose you know they're still great friends and they just decided they didn't want to be married anymore to each other or period but again i don't think it need to be reinvented because like you said i think all kinds of you hear about people who are like oh yeah i'm still friends with my ex like especially when there's kids involved you know so i don't Mm -hmm. think it like you said i don't think it needed to have a a new name it's like yeah we're divorced and we're still friends that's not uh you don't have to reinvent anything Man, I know some marriages lately where it'd be good if they're still married. Lots of people that are still married that, you know, aren't c- currently friends with each other because they're just, you know, <laughs> going through whatever. Staying so I think that for the kids or? Uh, just lots of different things. But, like, I think I think if you're that good of friends, I don't understand why they're divorcing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. that seems uh, odd. That's what I was going to say, too, but I didn't want to sound like, if you're that good of friends, shouldn't you, 
or maybe they did attempt, but it seems like you'd be able to work out whatever, or like, or you just somehow stayed friends but fell out of love or something. Um, well, and that's, if I recall, though, they also say, yeah, I, we still love each other, but it's just not the same kind of love. We can still I, have sex sometimes. We, still, <laughs> we like to get it on. I would like some more details about the honeymoon and Chris Martin participation. <laughs> um, it just, uh, I don't know. I, I, the other thing is, I don't understand why this is getting legs again. Aren't we past this? Well, well, I mean, I think it's because she's going on podcasts and talking about it, and then I mean, I I mean know, she's getting her star back out there up again. What's that? She's getting her star back up there, and this is something that I mean people have an opinion on. So ah, you bring it up, and then go. they'll go for it. Yeah, new publicist. Uh, she also appeared on um, SNL last a uh, couple weeks ago. It was the I think the Idris Elba episode. She did a guest spot on um, Weekend Update. They made fun of Goop, and there was a thing where she right, said so. she doesn't. I mean, she didn't play herself. She played one of her employees. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, Gwyneth doesn't fire people. She consciously unemploys them. <laughs> so. I see. So obviously see. she's making a push to get some roles now. I'm, or maybe that she has a big role coming soon and it's well, getting back out there. Regardless, uh, conscious uncoupling didn't take off. I think it's still called divorce. Correct. Right? Am I right? I mean, I think people are trying to... I think it's more accepted now to like try to keep this relationship with your ex-spouse. I mean... I mean, every three days or so, I get an Instagram request from my ex-husband, but I don't accept it. Every three days? Uh, lately, yes. Hmm. Why do you think that is? Where's that coming from? He would like us to be social media friends. Well, you've mentioned that before, but it was the Facebook and... Right. The Facebook. I love it. The Facebook. <laughs> well, now he... Well, so like his wife... The Instagram. His wife is my friend on Facebook. Right. And you we said that too. follow each other on Instagram, but... I think I'm I think I, I think why I, doesn't he take the hint? I don't uh, get that. If he does it every three days and you don't say yes. I think I know what the issue is. I think Allison's afraid if she follows Instagram, there may the be Instagram. the Instagram. Uh there may be some shirtless tool belt uh photos of him and all those old feelings come rolling back in. Um No. I, I, I don't think that that's the fear at all. I uh I don't know. I I am not friends with him. I mean, I know that's bad, but... Why is that bad? I don't think that's like I, bad at all. I think that I think that people that are my friends, um, you know, sometimes you get in a fight with a friend or whatever, and then you make up, but sometimes people do things, and then they continue to do them, and they... There's certain people that I just wouldn't consider a friend, and he would be one of them, but we still chat. Well, you have to. I mean... I make hilarious jokes. I now am very conscious if I post anything that I send it to him to make sure that he sees everything of the kids that I... Photos. Yeah. Vacations. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. I think you're handling it well, actually. Yeah. I don't understand why it doesn't get the idea doesn't get the point that's the thing that i don't get mm. <laughs> i think i can read allison's <laughs> mind but i won't say God, we have it. <laughs> so much to talk about but we don't really have the time for all this <laughs> well you are friends with his wife and things like that that's another reason why he would still get to see everything sure she could, i know that's what i figure I, I i guess i just i don't understand um and because you do share all of that what would be the difference is it just the whole accepting of the friends i mean because you're still sharing the same photos right well, not all of them i suppose but most of them well i don't i mean 
when I go out with my girlfriends, I'm not like, here. <laughs> oh, no, but I think what Eric's saying is like his wife can see everything, so yeah, right, he sure. can still see it. He just right. can't see it directly. Correct. I think you're just making, are you just making a bit of a statement? I think I've just drawn a line. Like, yes. I have nothing against that lady, and, uh, you know, I'm trying to maneuver our relationship, um, whatever it is, but I don't think that, I mean, you know, maybe Gwyneth is a much better person than I am, and that's that's fine with me. Oh, I think that's fine. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, oh, I think that's true. <laughs> uh, because you don't say things like conscious uncoupling. Well, I, I mean, I... I mean, given I, would, I don't know Gwen at all. I'm sure she's a lovely person. But I would see you as a person that was very anti-conscious uncoupling. Yeah, I, I just think it's dumb. I feel like she's done some other weird things that I don't remember, but I could be wrong. I'm sure. I think she the is. whole goop, I, the whole goop brand is seems kind of strange. I'm just gonna go with yes <laughs> that she has. Remember when she and Brad Pitt were together and they did Seven, and they're both oh, so yeah. cute and you know adorable, and she had that pink dress. What's in the box? Oh, I, knew, I knew it was coming. It's it good, to. though. It had to. I know. Um, so this is a question that I, we actually got a lot of, um, I guess, feedback, or at least I did in person, um, about what we had talked about a couple of weeks ago, which was the guy that it doesn't text at all. A former co-worker of mine, try and follow me here because you might need to grab a pen and paper and diagram this out, <laughs> but a former co-worker of mine from years ago has a co-worker currently that is dating a man who doesn't like to text and, and doesn't respond to text very often or anything like that. Um, we talked with them a couple of weeks ago. We wanted to get a lot more information because we could not figure out why this gentleman, who was in his late 20s, doesn't like to text. Or early 30s. One of the two. Because I just think that's weird because I don't... I mean, there's two people I talk to on the phone, and that's my parents and my sister, and that's it. And I don't think that's weird anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm not big on the phone either. I actually... Our friend Andrew called me a couple days ago, and I thought there was something seriously yeah, like, wrong. Yeah, he's in the hospital or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> the phones come back to me. Really? Mm-hmm. For a while now? Or? I don't know. There's certain people that I want to talk to. I've probably called you. <laughs> no, well, actually, like what just happened today. So I got a text message at work. I usually wait for Allison, then we walk over to the studio. I got, text, I got two text messages uh, almost to Union Station, and then I'm heading. Are you at almost to Union Station? Are you at work? And then I'm heading to your office. And they both came through at 445. Hmm. So then I sat there and I wrote back, yep, I'm here. And I went about my business. I kept working and I'm waiting for Allison to arrive. No, no, no. You, you, I mean, it was very, it was very curt. It was very like. I said, I'm here. I thought you very were in a curt. meeting. It said. Um, hold on. I'm going to. Yes, I'm here. All right. Yeah. You- okay. So exactly. All right. So that was, again, <laughs> here's exactly what happened. 4.45, two text messages come through. I'm about to arrive at Union Station. Are you at work? <laughs> I'm coming up to your place. I wrote back, yes, I'm here, which is apparently curt and rude. <laughs> but I'm like, yes, I'm here. So I was waiting for her, and I was working. And then I finally wrote back, like, 29 minutes go by, and I write back, you here, question mark? She says, yes. And I, in the meantime, I'd now written... Now that was Kurt. I'd written... Just yes? With a yes, smiley... creepy emoji. Yeah. Oh, okay. So well, that's I, fair enough. In the meantime, I'd written, like, it's been 30 minutes. You should be here by now. Hmm. Um, and she said, 31 minutes. And I was like, well, I didn't... Like, had we talked, I would have figured out... 
that she would, wasn't at Union Station. There, so according to my phone, I told him I was coming to Union Station at 4.45. And then at 5.01, I was like, oh, I'm coming up to your place. Are you right. here? And he's wrote back, yes, I am. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just wait in the lobby forever. <laughs> I'm, I'm not being I'm shown how it came through to me. Um, I'm about to arrive. I'm about to arrive at Union Station. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so all of this came in. And why do you have military time? Why are you that guy? It's good for your brain. Why are you that guy? It makes you think of extra hey, second line. It's a good brain exercise. That's true. Oh, man, I wish I didn't see this. Uh, <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying now. I, I could see. I don't think it, okay, anybody. Okay, so point was being is that I probably should have called. Tom them. uses military time. Wait, come on! It's it's good for your brain. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, what, can, can we get to the end of the story? So what happened at the? Uh, so the, I sat the in his lobby oh, for okay. thirty-five minutes. Oh, I see. Though. You know, because you thought he was in a meeting, you didn't want to be rude. I and worked all day. Sure. I hopped on a train. I came to the city. Just sat there waiting forever. Yeah, I think I would have texted, "I'm here." <laughs> Other than I'm coming up to your place implies you are in the process. Okay, of I was walking there. from. I was walking across the street from Daily Plaza to your building. So coming up to your place. Oh, I get how you're saying. I see how you're saying that. Like I'm walking up to it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not how I interpreted it. Now that would have probably. I'm been, gonna call you all the time now. I, can't I was wait. gonna say that was gonna that would have probably been a thirty, not even thirty. So that would have been a fifteen second phone conversation. Yeah, I'm here. You okay, know what? I'll be I right think down. we're turning around on this guy. Maybe he's right about it. Not text. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the questions that I sent to uh, my former coworker, M- Megan. So, one, when did you realize you dislike texting and why? Regardless of your position, do you return texts? If you use dating apps, how do you justify not texting people? Which I think is, is an important question because they met on a dating app. Do you just prefer talking on the phone or would you rather do everything face-to-face? Is no texting apply only to romantic relationships? I think that was your question, actually, that I stole. Um, Has this been an issue before? This is number seven for her. How has your adjustment to no texting going? An easy way to show someone you care is a good morning text or a good night text. Does he express that in another way? I think those those, uh, are real easy ways to show someone you care when you're in a relationship. Agreed? Yes. Yes. But I used to get creepy ones, like, good morning, princess. <laughs> what? And then you have to break up with them. It always That's makes fair. me feel a little bit better when I get that message from Rung at about 10.30. Sure. <laughs> sure. I just want to know. I I just want to say hi. I just want to let you know that I care, man. You love it. I do. Um, tomorrow, I'm definitely going to text you that. But uh, then the last one was, how many people did you text that this guy you like doesn't text? which i thought was a fun question um unfortunately (laughs) we have no answers to these questions because we apparently may have ended a friendship with our show which is sad but i i thought it would be fun what if we just pretend that we know the answers from what we learned about the show but your friend your friend's okay with you oh yeah my friend's okay with friend's worker who's not happy with us yeah i yeah i got a text message um (laughs) <laughs> I got a text message that... You're not getting yourself in more trouble, are you? I'm sure they are constantly listening, and I'll be willing to take that. Uh, oh, looks like I effed up. She, I won't say her name again, 
wasn't comfortable with the podcast and essentially asked me to zip it on the situation. So no go on the follow-ups. <laughs> I think, I mean, like, I think we look at things like it was completely anonymous and we're just like spitballing on these people and why he does what he does. And like, and I guess maybe if you're the person we're spitballing about, you might somehow internalize it and make it personal. We weren't actually talking about like that specific guy. We were just talking about this guy that we heard about who doesn't text. Like, we could be the greatest to be him. Yeah, which happens to be him. But he could be the greatest guy. Ever. He could be the worst guy ever. Who well, knows? No, like, we, I think we all like, came around. Yeah, like out him. Uh, well, towards the end, we kind of went back. We went back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, but I mean, it's kind of like who cares what three idiots in Chicago think? <laughs> you know, like we're just having fun well, on a radio show. Yeah. No, I, I, um, I feel bad that they felt bad about it, but. I wouldn't want your guys' honest opinions about my life choices, so... Well, I mean, I I think we (laughs) started... We said from the outset of this show that we by no means have any authority to give any advice to anybody on anything. So, I mean, we put the disclaimer out. I think it also maybe says something that, like, that was, like, offensive and really bothered him. Like, really? Like, that? Oh, so you're Uh, saying that's another red flag. Yeah, it's another red flag. (laughs) Now we're back to not liking him. Like, you care, like, what I think? I wonder if I could get secret updates. I wonder if we can get his cell phone number so that we could text him some questions. I think that's a fantastic idea, but I don't think that's going to happen. Unfortunately, because I would have liked some of these answers. It would be interesting to hear his perspective. Like, right. Just a couple, like, hey, why? Like, like, please explain. And maybe there's a completely logical reason. Maybe he thinks it's not a clear form of communication. Maybe he doesn't have thumbs. Maybe he's thumbless. I mean, what if he doesn't have hands? Now you're gonna feel. (laughs) Now you're gonna feel guilty. You're right. I would, Uh, but you could also do speech to text. I mean, come on. There's ways around thumbs. All right, let's move on. Um, Man, I'm still gonna try and get the answers to those questions though, because I think it's important. People need to know. Darn it. Uh, I'll demand answers. Uh, Okay, so moving on though. This is about a problem that kind of comes up. In relationships, I mean, obviously, either if you're in a relationship, you're going to have an argument at some point. Um, Do you find, or in your histories, I guess, dating histories, uh, marriage, what what have you, do you guys find that you usually argue over the same things, or are they usually different things, and and then you just kind of deal with it and move on? I'm going to go with... Different. Different? But let me text Beth <laughs> quickly. <laughs> I think different. We don't fight that much to begin with. Right. And when we do, it's usually pretty random. And one of us is probably being like just in a lousy mood and just being crappy to the other. Mm-hmm. Probably what's what led to it. Probably usually my fault. And I'm not <laughs> even joking. It probably usually is because I'm the one that's probably mo- I'm more moody than, uh, right. than Beth. Well, what, what are some things? So there's not a constant that kind of comes up or... Have you already yeah, realized yeah. those and just moved on from them? Maybe early on in your relationship? Like an ongoing battle about something? No. Not necessarily an ongoing battle, but well, the, the, the example that they give in the article that we, that we read here is, uh, you know, this guy doesn't like to go to parties and his significant other does, and that's a constant issue that kind of keeps coming up in the relationship. Yeah. I wonder, like... What all like what attracted them to each other? That's a, I feel like that's pretty big. You know, one's more big social difference. than the other. Yeah. Well, I mean, opposites attract. Blah blah blah. Yeah, but, but I don't like, think it's just like you know, one social, one's not. I mean, one really one doesn't want people at their house. 
And well, he doesn't, doesn't like also, hosting things. Yeah. And he doesn't like when his wife goes out. But here, I mean, she says occasional. I mean, literally, she says, I'm a more social person than he is. I like to go to occasional parties together and sometimes host friends. So that already means she's made an effort not to do it constantly. And he never, right? He never wants to go to parties and doesn't like to host. What do you right. mean, never? Like, well, that's how, I mean, I mean, so it seems like she's adjusted to him and he's like, nope, never. Well, it I think, it makes no sense. I think we talked about this before, Well, Sometimes you have to like rank, like, how important is this to me? They, that's one of the things that one of the psychologists in the uh, article talked about was was ranking it like on a scale of one to ten when you talk about it. You know, this is a ten to me, and then the other person kind of says, okay, I get it. That's important. I, I need to step up and, and do it. Well, is this a, I mean, like, I feel like there's red flags maybe that come up during dating and during even engagement. And maybe was this a red flag that she should have figured? Like, See, this reminds me, though. Yeah. Actually, now that I'm thinking about this, this reminds me of a woman that I dated very seriously. She uh, did not uh, enjoy going. She didn't mind going out, but she didn't like going to parties. She didn't like that kind of thing at all. Um, and I don't know. I guess I just kind of always made excuses for it. And because I like to, I like to go out and go to parties and be social and that kind of thing. I'm trying to think. I, I mean, a lot of times I just go by myself. I'd be like, "Oh, okay, see you later." So, do you think you could have done that? I mean, obviously the relationship ended for the reasons it ended, right? Had it not, like, would that eventually have been like, would that have caused it to end, or would you have just gone for 50 years married and just, and just had that difference? All right, you know? I'm going to go to this party. Do you want to go? Okay, fine. I'm like, I don't know. I guess it, I hadn't really thought about this in a long time, but I don't think that I actually, like, it, it bothered me so much. I think maybe at the beginning it did a little bit because I was like, I don't understand why you don't want to go hang out with my friends or, you know, go out and. After 10 years, it might have gotten real old. Yeah, that's true. And was it just your friends or was it her friends too? I'm trying. Yeah, I mean, she not like me. (laughs) Uh, No, I think I think she liked you. Uh, I mean, she liked all my friends. The other guys. No, no, she liked all of my friends. Uh, She just she didn't like big groups. I still she still doesn't like big groups, from what I understand. Um, Just because I know people that know her. You've been keeping tabs. Yeah, exactly. Are you guys Instagram friends? <laughs> we are not. In, we are not on the Instagram together or the Facebook, for that matter. Um, and I don't hate her. I just, you know, there's no reason for me to talk to her anymore. Um, but I, I, it never really was an argument that I can think of. It was just a. All right, I, and I think I get that from my dad too, because when he would want to go do something, he'd just go do it, whether anybody wanted to come with him or not. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, how about with you, Allison? Is it was it usually one thing, or I mean, I know the, there was one thing that you guys argued about, but uh, any? I mean, was there other issues that would come up, or was it usually kind of always the same kind of topic that would cause an argument, or would continually be an argument? Yeah, we had to do um, pre cana because we got married in the Catholic Church, and you had to go through all this stuff, and we passed all the like. Things that like matched up, like your interests and what's important to you and what's not. And the only thing that um, was a red flag was um, he said that he I don't get along with his mother, and I said that I felt um, overwhelmed by his mother. But I get along with the lady fine now. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. you know at the time. At the time, it would always would come up a lot. And I have friends that have that. In fact, I have a friend that just went to 
like she and her husband are like, okay, we have to settle this because there's a problem with one of the parents where it always ends up in a fight and the one person's always hurt and the other person's like, but they're hurting me. Like we're trying to get through this. And they went to therapy to try to work through it. Is it working? Well, they hated the therapist, so they kind of bonded over that. (laughs) And then they found a way to kind of they found a way to kind of work through it on their own, so that they didn't have to go see the therapist again. Mm -hmm. So it all worked out, right? Well, how how did you end up working it out with your ex husband about the mother? You just never did. They got divorced. I mean, even like when I was going through, I mean, like. I am packing up the car. We are leaving. And she's like, well, I can't really take sides. There's not like a right side and a wrong side. And I was like, yeah, kind of is. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Doesn't mean you don't have to not love him, but. There was a blood is thicker than water comment as well. So I was hurt really badly. She would send letters and cards to the kids and call them. And that was great because they adore her. Um, and then I think I just had a break from her and then I learned to appreciate her mm-hmm. in a different, just in a different relationship where I mm-hmm. wasn't like the person married to her golden child and I was just a human raising some kids. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like with mother-in-laws, there's like two different types and I don't know what kind my mother is. There's one that's going to defend like either they're going to defend the spouse or they're going to defend their kid, right? My mother would take Beth's side. I'm pretty positive and like 99% of like, if that was our situation and it would be Beth would be at Christmas and I probably wouldn't be, you know, so I think every mother kind of chooses and maybe fathers too, like, all right, am I going to be the, my kids perfect and they do any wrong or are they going to be my kid better be perfect and they better not do anything wrong? Cause yeah, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I, I, I think you can still love somebody that did something wrong. I mean, I mean, obviously it's his mom. I'm just using your example just cause sure. we were talking about it. That person that you love can still do something really, really wrong. And I mean, you can at least put it out there that, Hey, that was that was wrong and you screwed up and you should feel like a horrible human being and you know i still love you but you were wrong i mean there there is a side i mean uh, and, yeah. and you can still love somebody and still condemn what they've done i guess is what i'm trying to say yes if you're healthy like that's a healthy outlook but there's people like their kid can do like no wrong mm-hmm. yeah. and that's a tough i mean i don't that's a tough way to be anyway we have a lovely relationship now or at least we did until this episode no <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Appreciate it. No, it sounds like it sounds like like it's vastly improved. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think like uh, yeah. one eighty, complete yes. one eighty. Absolutely. Well, you're also not having to, uh, uh, for lack of a better phrase, deal with her. Constantly. Well, and I also think you know. I mean, I I think I was also like hypersensitive to like everything she'd say to me, and I'd be like, wait, what? Why would you? <laughs> uh, because you know, I lived away from my family, so they were kind of my surrogate family and mm-hmm. i think maybe i was also overly sensitive to the things she would say to me so you guys both grew about not being attractive <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll do it for this week's episode of single married divorced we got a brand new show for you next week uh for tom and allison who can't even get close <laughs> to the mic i'm eric Rung. have a great week everyone Yeah. <laughs>